All right, we are under the tower because I forgot to push record, <laughs> Alex. Take two. What the heck? As a musician, first of all, let me introduce Alex Van Balen. Not Van Halen, but he does play guitar. I do. We are under the tower for real this time. You won't believe this. Last time, I forgot to push record. And we had a great conversation. And we had a fantastic yeah, conversation. Awesome. So we're going to relive that conversation yeah, now. Absolutely. So first of all, congratulations. I'm starting to sweat a little bit, so I'm rolling <laughs> up my sleeves. I can't believe I did that. So congratulations on Team Member of the Month in April. Thank you. Woohoo! Parking spot. Uh, awesome. Beautiful, right? Yeah, it was. First floor, ground floor. Ground floor. Right with the docks. Yep, yep. Dr. I'm, Van Balen. Yeah, right? Totally. Dr. Awesome. So, yeah, Dr. I love it. Great attitude. So, um, so tell me what you do at Halifax Health and how long you've been here. Yeah, so I'm, I'm six years in. I'll be going on my seventh year in November. Um, I uh, manage and maintain the data warehouse. Um, a lot of data engineering, which a lot of people are like, what is that? So we have a small BI team. It's myself and Rosie Gilbert and, and, and Katie Gonzalez. Shout out to them because I love my team. Super awesome. Cool. Um, but and you got Sean Remington leading the charge. Absolutely. Smart yeah. dude. Oh, fantastic. That guy is so smart. <laughs> he I is. I love Sean to death. Um, thanks very chill. Lot. He's very chill. Yep. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. He's That's a, probably a good thing. Yeah. I mean, with all He's this, got a lot coming at him. He does. Yeah. You know, I think that's great leadership quality. Yeah. Um, you, know, you got a, you know, cool head. Yeah. With all the stuff that's going on all the time. And, and I can't imagine. Um, so data. So data. Data, yeah, healthcare, Halifax Health. Absolutely. So we have a lot of systems, as you know, EMRs. I mean, we have dozens. Yeah, of we them. have like five. Yeah. And then all the additional systems. So and plus we're going to Epic, right? Woo. Yeah. Woo, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be a big change. What will your role be in that? Do you know yet? We don't know yet 100% because, and I'll explain a little bit of what we do. You know, we'll take data from all of our systems and consolidate it into one singular data warehouse so we can build, you know, really enriched data sets to provide enterprise-level data. So we work with financial data, clinical data. You name it, we deal with all of the departments. If it's a number, you see it. If it's any kind of data, really. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we were working on one uh, project with uh, surgical tray sterilization and utilization. Yeah. So they were looking, you know, we're providing them surgical data every 30 minutes so they can, you know, see when those trays were used, how long are they going to be sterilized, when are they going to be available There's so many skin. little processes in oh. the hospital that we know, I mean, that you take for granted. Yeah, it's insane. Right. You know, and that's... You know, not coming from healthcare, I think the biggest thing for me was how complicated it is. Right. You know, you just don't realize. And I think the people that are, as a patient, you know, they don't understand the behind no, the scenes. No. Um, and it is just insanely complex. Do you find that you look at healthcare for yourself and your family members differently now that you work in healthcare? Yeah, I have an appreciation, a totally yeah. different appreciation for it. Yeah. And knowing a little bit of what goes on and, and what to look for um, always helps as well. I think it's a huge gift that we have to be able to see kind of behind the scenes so that when people our loved ones our circle of people our you know our tribe or whatever that they they have a question we can give them a little bit perspective a little bit different perspective yep you know I agree and that's that. a gift that we're given by working for Halifax Health yeah, yeah it's proud. amazing it is proud to it be it really here. is so that's kind of it in a nutshell of what we do. Um, it definitely gets more technical than that, but um, you know we work with you know all the facilities, um, all the departments providing, you know, we're a part of numerous projects. Whether it's you know going to be an implementation of new software or um, you know ad hoc requests for marketing, or yeah. it could be for finance, or it could be like I said on the, on the clinical team, um, which is really cool because for you know me not being clinical, I get to see you really learn all the data. You yep. learn like. What is this? What is, you know, what are they doing? You know, whether it's, you know, radiology or we're working with 
like I said, the surgical team, or it could be, you know, oncology. We just built out a, a dashboard for them. So really amazing. And you get to work one-on-one with all these teams. Yeah. And I mean, I've been here six years and I'm still meeting new people. Well, but that's how you got elected or, or chosen as team member of the month. If people don't know you, then they wouldn't vote for you, yeah. right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um, we always joked, Rob Daly, when um, Tom Stafford was here, when we started this team member of the month thing, or maybe it was team member of the year, uh, Tom would always be like, now remember, vote for Rob. Rob did this, vote for Rob. You know, and it was, like, it was funny. Because it is, it's a city. It is a city. It is. And there are neighborhoods, and there are people in the neighborhoods. And, um, yeah, it's, it's an immense organization. You know, when you think about healthcare in this area, um, we're very fortunate because Halifax Health is such a, an institution or a pillar. Jeff calls it the, the greatest asset we have. How do you feel about Halifax Health and working here? So it was, um, I didn't choose to work here per se. Um, I, I was laid off. The company fate. I, uh, yeah, it was fate. Fate. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was laid off. I, you know, definitely desperate need of a job because right. you don't know what your future holds. Right. Um, I've been doing what I was doing for about 14 years. I was uh, running an IT department. So heavily technical background. I have an, a degree in IT, in computer networking, actually. And then this last six years has been really heavily data-focused, a lot of database programming, and you know, uh, data warehouse, you know, engineering, data engineering, et cetera. Um, you don't realize how much this hospital does for the community until you're in it. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know. But right. the, it, fate, again, both of my children were born here. And my son wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the NICU. So he was born a little early. He spent about 10 days uh, wow. in the NICU. Um, his lungs were a little bit underdeveloped. So without them, uh, you know, yeah, I don't want to think that about puts it. things in perspective. It does. And then when you really find out what we contribute to the, to the community yeah. and, and how we'll serve everybody. Yep. That's what makes me love being here. Yeah. You know, it's a greater mission that we serve together. Yep. What's your legacy going to be? Um, and we're just we do amazing things every day. Yeah, you know, that's so true. You bring up a great point. I mean, when you think about, let's just say our average census, you would probably know this because you're the data guy, but, you know, let's say our average census is 450-ish, right? Is that close? I would say probably around there. Yeah, close. Okay. So, you know, that's 450 stories. And 3,500 to 4,000 team member stories every day. You know, a lot happens. And what we observe here is um, is really special because uh, because it's a balance. You know, Dr. Miles told me a long time ago that we had eight community hospitals here, and now we're down to one. But I don't feel like we're a tiny little community hospital, and that's kind of what you alluded to is how much we do in the community. And then the the piece with University of Florida Health is just magnificent. Yeah, it's amazing. And I tell people we have, you know, four neurosurgeons on call. Yeah. They're like, what? Right. You know, we're partnered with NASA. Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing. Great point. Yeah. SpaceX. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it, you say community hospital and it doesn't really No, it doesn't do it justice. Did. You know, you know, just opening up Deltona a few years ago, expanding services. Um, it definitely keeps me, especially from a data perspective too, is I didn't have any healthcare experience previously. So coming into it to understand just the terminology and then understanding, yeah. well, this patient. The acronyms. Acronyms, yeah. <laughs> acronyms galore. <laughs> And then, we'll, you know, this service line, and then what are we doing over here? And then right. we're adding this, and it just continues to grow. It's a lot to watch. It is. It but is. it's good to be in a growth position. Absolutely, yeah. 
And Epic is going to change things drastically. Yeah, I, I think it will, and for the better. For the better, yeah, because we'll have a lot more transparency. And I think, this is my hunch, though I don't know this, that it's going to cause us to change some of the way we do care to make it more, um, more consistent by having, obviously, less variables and less um, creating the system to the practice, but taking best practices and evidence-based practices and then incorporating those. Yeah. So I that'll agree. be good. I agree. So while we're talking about this kind of crazy stuff, where are you on AI, artificial intelligence? So, I mean, as you know, I, uh, I started school last year um, going for uh, a computational math degree, and before you say... I don't you, know of anybody who's ever done that. Is there anybody else in your class? Yeah. yeah. There are other people who want to do a computa computational math degree? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not Damn, a huge, huge... That's wild. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard, and let me tell you, you know, being, you know, my age and, and raising two kids and working full-time and trying to go to school full-time, it's brutal. It's hard. Is it online? Yeah, right now it's online, but I'll probably you know, go into campus at some point, maybe next year. Were you good at math? You went to Flagler Palm Coast, right? I did, yeah. So I grew up in the area. I've, I've been in Palm Coast since about 84. <clears throat> been there for... We moved down from up north, just outside of Chicago, the suburbs. Um, you know, moved down when I was seven years old, so kind of dating myself. But, um, you know, being in the data world for the past six, seven years and, and IT overall for 20 years, you know, I'm trying to augment what I do. So you're never too old to learn. You should always keep That's pushing forward. That's a great forward. attitude. And I see awesome. A, I see a need here, you know. So I said, you know, we're not really doing a lot of, um, like you said, forecasting, predictive right. analytics. Predictive, um, I'm not using, you know, the data for predictive analytics. Um, so I think we can you know, really benefit from that. That's and, cool. And I don't want to be the, you know, the old guy that's not... No, know, we all have to worry about old, that. Yeah. yeah, we have to keep our skills. So As Stephen Covey says, sharpen the stone. Yeah, always. Always. Um, that's cool. So you, I, I happen to know, because we're on the same hall, uh, Rockstar. Rockstar. Yeah, fine line. <laughs> A fine line, yeah. A so. fine line. And people can go hear this on Spotify. Yeah, we're on there. So, um, yeah, I've been playing guitar since I was about 15. Loved it. When I was 15, I'm not, I begged my parents for a guitar for the longest time. What was the first guitar? I had a uh, Squire Strat. Strat? Yeah. Yep, cream. Cool. Squire. Yeah. Mm, not a Fender yet, yeah. but no, a Squire. Yeah, a, I got you. I bought it with the money cut, cutting lawns. Yeah. Super excited. I played that thing till the, the frets were worn down. And yeah. Then, and then you I, still have it? Uh, I don't. I, don't. Oh, I sold my first drum set. So stupid. I know. I, I know. I Why don't we just keep them? I don't know. We but. lose, and, and it's like, oh, Why? I wish I would have kept that one, but yeah. I did buy my next guitar was a, a PRS, and I got it from the guitarist from uh, Molly Hatchet. He actually lives down in New Smyrna. Oh, I went to nice. his house. He had like gold records on his wall and stuff. And I must have been—I was probably 18 or 19 years old—and and picked up this nice PRS. I, I still have that one. I, I play that one quite a bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, I knew I loved music, so I started playing quite a bit. And then, well, you know, the future happens, and, and kids come along, and right. kind of get pushed to the side a bit, and then and the pandemic. You said you guys were you were you close to quitting Halifax Health to go no, on tour, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you did have three albums. Yeah, we did. That's what they used to call them albums. Yeah, albums. Now yeah. I think they're collections of songs, right? Because yeah. they're not albums anymore. I mean, it's still an album. I mean, it, think it is. Technically, they were EPs. Yeah, I think okay. everybody equates Extended an album play. to a record. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't a full-length album, an LP, I guess, right? It was an EP. Um, but yeah, we played quite a bit, and that was something I started. You know, I don't know, probably this right when I was starting here. You know, I put music down for a long time and and, and dabbled at home, and you know, I've written a lot of songs on my own time. But I really wanted to start playing out again and, and writing original music, so we did that. 
And I, I was fortunate enough to be able to co-write three albums, and we played from Tampa all the way up to Jacksonville, and we played at House of Blues a couple times. We've done some nice. album releases, so that was really cool. But yeah, when the pandemic hit, everything kind of got shut down, and we had a bunch of shows set up, and it was just uh, you know uncertainty here, uncertainty yeah. in life in general. Yeah. And with having two kids, you know, one of them getting ready to start high school, I was like, you know, we need to refocus. And they had to get pulled out of school to do, you know, online learning, and yep. that was a struggle itself. Right. right. The school system figured out what they were going to do, so I uh, I just didn't have the capacity for it, and I kind of pushed it push it aside and, and, and i'm begging back. him to come back <laughs> begging <laughs> I would, him i would love to play i've got the vocalist and kelly uh parsons our kelly quiet our general counsel beautiful voice i've heard i can play drums you can play guitar and don wall's amazing bass player yep, yep. don and i used to play together dude it would be yeah. a halifax health thing That'd it could be, awesome. be so good be, it would be good. it would need a keyboard player yeah. oh man it'd be amazing. i have a really good one <laughs> it doesn't work here but I bet there's one here out of 3,000, 3,500 people. There's yeah. probably a good keyboard player so. out there. So if you're out there, reach out to us, and we'll pull on Alex. When are you going to be done with school? Um, let's see. I'll have to finish out this year. Probably not till early 25. Early so I, 25. Yeah. That's when we're going to launch the band. I got another year and a half or okay. so. Okay. Yeah. Launch the band early 25. Yep. Yep. All I'm right. Down. That's good. I would love to you're, do it. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm good. You know what? I need to take a little break. So that's good. I'll just work on the things I'm working on. You get your uh, additional degree, and then who knows? It's, it's, a, it's open. Asia tour. Who that's knows? I mean, we'll just we'll just have to see how it plays out. Everybody's ready for a bunch of fifty and sixty year old guys playing music. Totally. But uh, but look at like the Rolling. I mean, everybody's in their seventies like now that we listen to, yeah. right? Or eighties. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like there's gonna be a huge vacuum. When like people like Pete Townsend and all those people, oh, that's it. gonna be a. You look like him a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's gonna be just like. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen that day for me. That's gonna be tough. I know we've lost some uh, some amazing musicians recently. I mean, it's been tough. Who do, who do you look to for inspiration? So I mean, I have a broad range of music that I listen to. When I was growing up, I mean, it was uh, some you know classic rock, hard rock, um, anywhere from I mean. Jimi Hendrix, I mean, yeah. those classic guys to, you know, Black Sabbath. Which did you have long hair? I did. <laughs> yeah, you're in the same boat as yeah, me now. Yeah. We have it on our faces now yeah. instead of our head. <laughs> yeah, what was your first car that you drove? Oh, man, uh, Pontiac Bonneville. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Gutsy. Got, That's a gutsy car. I bought it for $100. Oh, and, my and, God, and that's the best. It, had to fix it. We got it fixed, had the heads redone, and I probably put $1,000 into it. So uh, that was a great first car. Party I, machine. I drove that thing. Yeah, it was yeah. huge. It was velour huge. seats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. for sure. That trunk was so big. Oh man. my god. Yeah. It's it's, it, yeah. The, all those older cars. Yeah. All Tanks. my friends could fit in there. We just drive around. Oh, Tanks. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. My crazy. son. My son just bought a car, and I mean, car prices are insane. Yeah, they but, are uh, insane. He's working hard. Um, you know, you have kids, so yeah, it's interesting to see. And you know, I don't know if your son's into to music, but. You know, my, son, uh, my middle one does. Yeah, my son is too. My daughter's been playing piano too as well. So That's cool. It's, is he playing guitar, your, yeah. your son? Yep. Pretty good? Yeah, he's been playing quite a bit. He's got some friends that play there oh, in band. Good. So he's uh, been practicing almost daily. So. That's great. Yep. You um, know, I, I've always said I would hire, a, I think that people don't understand what music majors necessarily are. And anybody who's successful in music, for the most part, has 
creativity, has drive, and is disciplined yeah. to practice. Yeah. And if you have those things, you can be really, really powerful in anything you do. Yeah. You I know, agree. those things are just... So I think that music is a great breeding ground for, the re for your skills, you know, performance. Yep. You know, I mean, it's like, like you know, it, if you played without music or anything in front of you. Yeah. So did. if you're asked to give a speech where you have the words in front of you, why would you be nervous? Yeah. You've already done it with just your mind, you know? So it's like, I think, I think music is a good breeding ground. I think so, too. Um, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, discipline is huge. You have to be disciplined if you want to be successful. And, and these are things I try to instill in, in my children and definitely things that I, I follow for myself is, you know, being disciplined, always move forward, you know, learning new things yeah. um, and, and trying to do things the best that you can and learn, learning from your mistakes. You know, you got to, yeah. what didn't you do right? How do we fix this? Um, discipline's huge, though. Um, I always like Jocko Willing because he always says discipline equals freedom. Yeah. You know, and I always tell my kids, you know, you don't want to take the easy path. The easy path's not going to be, you know, it's not it's not going to get you there. Right. You know, it, 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 it's it's an illusion. Whatever there is. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Everybody has their own there. Yeah. Yeah, I but, agree. But, um, well, that's good. So, so you grew up in um, Palm Coast. You were a rock star for a few years. Now you're a uh, super mathematician guy. So then what's next? For Alex Van Balen. That's a great question. So <laughs> I just want to get through this the next couple of years, get through uh, my degree. And the reason why I'm taking math is because it's, it's the foundation for data science, and data science is an augmentation to what I do. So if we want to do predictive analytics, you want to understand, you know, these machine learning models, and yeah. uh, you know, which is going to be great with Epic. They'll have some of that built into it, so it's really, really amazing. Um, we want to, you know, predict patients that have, you know, sepsis potentially or, or right. readmissions. Right. So those are some of the really neat things that will be brought about from us implementing, you know, best of breed EMR software. Um, but after that, I, I don't know. I'm going to take a little break probably because it's uh, it's been pretty crazy. You know, yeah. working full time, going to school full time, and then, and then being a dad. Um, there's 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 not a lot of room for yourself. So that's something else. Time management's a really big deal. I think everybody needs to take a, a step back sometimes and, and make sure they're taking care of themselves. Yeah. Um, oh, there's no doubt, especially these days, you have to stop and say, you know, how am I really doing? And am I paying attention to things? Yeah. Because it can, it can, um, if you don't take that moment to kind of look at your consciousness, then you can miss something and, you know, the sooner you catch things and the sooner you engage, the better off you're going to be in the situation. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I learned finally, you know, don't put things off. Yeah. That is the worst thing that I personally could do. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. Do you read a lot? I don't. Not, not for pleasure. It's usually technical. Math. Uh, right now, yeah, it's a lot of school. Um, I mean, school is probably about 40 hours a week. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, it's a lot in you know, between thirty and forty, depending on what the you know the class has, and then um, technical stuff for for here, just for my own knowledge. You know, I'm staying up on industry news, and when I say industry news, it could be healthcare, but it could also be like data related. Right. You know, what are some of the, the, the new trends, or you know, what's new software or, or tools that we can use? So I'll, I'll read about that, but not a lot on the other side. There's a whole list of things I you know like to read at some point. We got time. You know, yeah, we got time. All things, not all things, most things in moderation. I used to say all things in moderation, but I don't think that's journey now. It's most things yeah. in moderation. When you and I grew up, it probably was all things in moderation, but now there's some scary, scary <laughs> stuff out there. 
Well, I am glad that we had this time, even though I had to push record this time and not last time, to get to know you, to get to know your role at Halifax Health. Thank you for making the time when it comes to time management to do this twice. It's been a pleasure. Boo, yeah, right? (laughs) And uh, once again, this is Under the Tower. We were with Alex Van Balen, not Van Halen, but maybe someday. Maybe. And uh, we're out. Thanks.